So when it comes to New Year, a new year, as we enter into a new year every year, we often compare one year to the other. That's kind of what we do, right? We think that when we experience a lot of happiness, more happiness than sadness in a particular year, then that year was a good year is what we say. And we hope that other years will be like that year. But oftentimes when we think, but when we think of it in the opposite sense, we think that when we experience more sadness than happiness in a particular year, we automatically label that year as a bad year. And we don't want a year like that year. That's just what we do. And from a worldly perspective, we live in the world, and as human beings, that's the type of direction, that's a perspective that we take. More good than bad, good year. Bad, more, or more bad than uh, happiness, then that's a bad year. But as Catholics, we should never approach a new year with that type of attitude. We should not approach it. As Catholics, we must enter each year with joy rather than entering each year looking for happiness. And what do I mean by that? 90% of us make happiness our goal in life rather than joy as our goal in life. And brothers and sisters, there's a big difference between being happy and being joyful. And as we approach 2022, and we look at this upcoming year, if we approach 2022 with joy, then regardless of what happens in 2022, we will have peace. Why? Because we have joy. If we're searching for happiness in 2022, we won't have peace. We'll feel disappointed. We'll compare it to other years and say, I hope no other year is like this year. But if we approach it with joy, it's a totally different perspective. What's the difference? Making happiness our goal in 2022 or any year to come is a terrible way to live. Very, very terrible way to live. Why? Because happiness is always based on my circumstances. If the circumstances around me are really good, then I'm good. This is a great year, is what we'll look at it. And that's a really a terrible way to look at it. Why? It's because when I get what I want, I'll be happy. When this virus is over, I'll be happy. When I get married, I'll be happy. When my kids get older, I will be happy. And if it happens in this year, this is going to be a good year. That's not joy, brothers and sisters. We have the joy of the Holy Spirit in us as Catholics. The world speaks that way. We don't speak that way. We cannot approach this year in that type of way. Once I'm done with blank, then I will be happy is what happiness says. Again, it's this waiting game. It's this idea that it's a vicious cycle and it never gives us peace. Never. Joy, on the other hand, is more than happiness. Joy, like I said, is a gift of the Holy Spirit. We've all been baptized. We all have joy. Joy, on the other hand, is more than happiness. Joy has nothing to do with my circumstances or my feelings. If I go into this year, 2020, and every year to come with joy, I'm not going to be looking at my circumstances. I'm not going to be looking at my surroundings. I'm not going to say, well, this happened and that happened, and because this bad thing happened, then this year is no good. We can't approach it this way. Joy says, regardless of my circumstances, regardless of my feelings, regardless of sufferings, regardless of uncertainties, I am happy because I have Jesus and He is enough. That's what joy says. My circumstances around me may be ugly. I may be faced with uncertainties in 2022. I may deal with some sufferings because I'm human and I live in a broken world. But if I have joy, I know I have Jesus. 
And if I know I have Jesus, the Emmanuel, God is with us, I will have joy. I will have peace. So as Catholics, we must enter each year, especially this year, as Mary and Joseph entered every year. Imagine if Mary and Joseph entered every year saying, oh my goodness, this year was a bad year. This year was a good year. This year was a bad year. I hope this year wasn't as bad as last year. If they entered their years like that, then they wouldn't have had joy. Because they had a lot of uncertainties. They had a lot of difficulties. They had a lot of suffering. But they had peace. Why? Because they entered every year with joy. They entered every year with this idea or this, 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 this thought, this conviction that God is with me. That's joy. And so they didn't enter each year looking for happiness. No, they entered with joy regardless of their sufferings, uncertainty that life threw at them. And to better understand this, I want to take a look at the joyful mysteries. If we're called to have joy as we approach this year, we need to take a look at the joyful mysteries that we pray with the Holy Rosary. There are certain days that we pray the Rosary, and there's mysteries that are called joyful mysteries. These mysteries are not called the happy mysteries, if you think about it. Because if they were based on Mary and Joseph's happiness, they would have been like, I don't want to do that. Because that's not going to make me feel good. That's one joyful mystery is the nativity. We'll take a look quickly at each one of these. But they entered each one not in the happy mysteries. They entered each one into this joyful mystery. But when you look at these five mysteries, they're not joyful from the world's perspective because the world confuses joy and happiness. When we look at each mystery and call it a joyful mystery, we say in each mystery there was a lot of suffering, a lot of uncertainty, but they had joy. That's why they're called the joyful mysteries. Why? They knew God was with them. The first joyful mystery, the announcement from Gabriel that Mary is going to be the mother of God. Sounds like happy news. Mary, you're going to be the mother of God and, you know, the world sees it. And this could have been very good news that finally a Savior is coming into the world. But if Mary was basing it on her happiness rather than, than joy, she would have been like, I don't want to do this. This is going to hurt. I'm going to be accused of adultery. I could be ostracized from the community. I could be stoned to death. She wasn't focused on her happiness. She was focused on joy. Because although she was being asked to do something that she was unsure about, she was uncertain, she was giving no direction. Will you be the mother of God? You are invited. You get zero information from now moving forward. As it happens, we'll let you know. No map, no nothing, no navigation. But God will be with you. And what does she say? If God is going to be with me, I have joy, I will do this. That's the first mystery. The second joyful mystery is the visitation. Sounds like good news. Hey, your cousin's going to have a baby. Oh, how happy. This is great news. But in reality, it's not based on happiness. It's based on joy. Why? She has to travel 100 miles, 9 to 10 days on foot to get from one area where she was to her cousin. A lot of uncertainty. There's robbers waiting in this journey of 100, or uh, not 100, uh, yeah, 100 miles, 9 to 10 days. There's robbers there. There's wild animals. And she didn't know what was going to calm this uncertainty, this suffering, this pain, a newly pregnant woman. But she goes with haste. Why? She had joy. What's joy? God, you will be with me and you are enough. The third joyful mystery, the birth of Jesus and the nativity. Wow, this is great. Finally, looks like great news, happy news. 
But there is nothing happy about this situation. King Herod wants to kill the baby, the savior of the world. Mary gives birth in, 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 in a public place, no security, no certainty. So instead of butterflies in her stomach and her thinking that she's going to be happy, her and Joseph, what does she say? And what does Joseph say? It's called a joyful mystery because they knew God is with us in this midst of this uncertainty, this king that wants to kill this child that's coming after our baby. That's why it's a joyful mystery and not a happy mystery. The fourth joyful mystery and the fifth one we heard in today's gospel, the fourth joyful mystery, the presentation of Jesus in the temple. Again, this could be happy news. Mary and Joseph finally get to take their child to the temple and present him. This is good news. It could sound very happy. But in reality, it's not a very happy moment. Jesus was probably circumcised on that day, and that was the first time that Mary and Joseph saw their baby shed the first drop of blood. This presentation was a foreshadowing of the presentation on the cross 33 years later. There was a lot of fear and uncertainty in this presentation that they saw today. They didn't say, oh, we're not taking our child in this temple. There's too much uncertainty here. I don't want to see my child, what's going to happen 33 years. And then Simeon tells the mother Mary, he says to her, and a sword will pierce your heart because this child of yours will flip this world upside down and he'll be crucified for it, basically. But again, it's not called a happy mystery. It's called a joyful mystery because Mary and Joseph's response is a response of joy because they knew that in this uncertain situation this year, God is with us. It doesn't depend on our feelings. And finally, the fifth joyful mystery, finding Jesus in the temple. We heard this in today's gospel as well. Fast forward 13, 12 years. From the presentation of a little baby, fast forward 12 years. We don't know what happened in between those years. But it's called a joyful mystery, not a happy mystery. When they lost their child, we think it's a joyful mystery because they found the child. But go to the moment they realize we lost our son. There's thousands of people around. It's been a one day already. Where is he? Are we ever going to find him? The anxiety that they felt. But they didn't remain in that uncertain situation. They didn't remain it based on their feelings. They remained joyful, and it's a joyful mystery because, God, you are with us in this very uncertain situation. We're suffering, God, but you're with us. We're scared, God, but you're with us. And brothers and sisters, that's why it's called a joyful mystery. And so today, as we reflect, Mary and Joseph entered each new year with joy rather than entering each new year looking for happiness. And we too are called to do the same exact thing as we approach this year. Tenter with joy and conviction. God, you're with me. There's a difference between joy and happiness. Happiness says, I will not be happy until I get what I want. Joy says, regardless of my circumstances and feelings, in this uncertain situation, I am happy because I have found Jesus, and he is enough. Many of us will come forward to receive Jesus in the most holy Eucharist today. What will Jesus find in our soul? A soul that has entered the new year chasing happiness rather than joy, which will leave us even more unhappy and never at peace in this new year? Or will Jesus find a soul that has entered the new year already today, looking for joy rather than happiness, because, because they know, and we know, that God is with us in all my situations in 2022, and every year to come, 
which will give me more peace, more faith, more hope, more love in the midst of all sufferings and uncertainties. So brothers and sisters, as we enter this new year, let's sit here for a minute and make a decision. Will I allow Jesus to be my peace? He is the Emmanuel, and he is with us. Amen? Amen. Amen.